Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. This is the Abby Normal Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird and that's normal. You probably know this already, but I kept all the notes my friends passed me in class beginning in seventh grade. There are heaps of them, and I enjoy sharing some of them with you. Seventh to twelfth grade is such a formative time, so I find them not only really funny, but also insightful. They help me understand what made me me and explain a little bit of the decisions that I've made in my life. 39% of these notes are about boys and romantic relationships. And my assumption was that this is, quote, normal. But now that I have a seventh grader in my house in the year 2021, I see that there are other ways to be a kid. Mine takes their partnerships seriously, but I don't think they're on the hunt as much as I was. And I don't think that they and their friends are texting the same kind of stuff that we were writing on paper, like this. Me and John have the most excellent relationship. It's pretty steady. I hope it lasts for a long time. So my assumptions are steadily breaking down, which is maybe the benefit of being OMG middle age. I also assumed that only girls were hunting for their forever person at age 12. But then I sat down with one of my middle school besties, Sarah, and we dug into her box of notes and she had a lot more from boys than I did. How are you? Camp was awesome and I met a girl I plan to marry. No joke, I don't care if she lives seven hours away, I will marry her. And she has everything I want in a girl, even short hair and she knows how to ski. Yes, yes, yes. So have you found a guy to make sure he's nice and not a player? Enjoy camp and stay cool, Matt. Found a girl I wanna marry. Dang dude. 1993. The fall of going into high school. Going into high school. Did you ever know that you're the perfect girlfriend? You're not shy, you're fine, you're nice, and you're fun to talk to. I just wanted you to know that. I hope our relationship lasts a long time. I love you a lot. Love always, Eric. Apparently you were a thing. Oh my gosh, you have them (laughs) whips. The other thing that's weird and that I wonder how much comes like from our upbringing or comes from biology is like we're basically like looking for our husband. (laughs) Right? Like even the boys are writing like that. Yeah. We're all hunting. Like we're going to be together forever. Yeah. And we really thought like there was no thought process of we're not going to be together forever. Like this is like short lived, short term. We're going to move on to somebody else. I never thought that way. We thought it was going to be forever. And it never was. And then we moved on to somebody else. And we asked who you like now. And then we were done. So. But also, you're the only one in our friend group that did not literally marry their high school boyfriend. Yeah. Because I never really had a high school boyfriend. No. So I guess the idea of partnership starts early for everybody. That idea of forever. As we alluded to, I married my high school boyfriend, and it did not go well. 
A year in, I was very claustrophobic. I felt like I was in jail. I felt like my life had ended because I had no business making a lifelong commitment at 19. So we broke up, but I never doubted that marriage was the inevitable outcome of attraction. I never questioned that partnering archetype. But one night in a cabin in the woods, my sister dared to ask the question, should marriage, a long-term relationship, be the goal? So the four of us, including friends Annie and Megan, decided to break it down and see if we could come to a rational conclusion, at least for Holly, for right now. Let's start with the fact that almost every children's movie has a romantic interest. Like not necessary. Ariel, right. Everyone, even Frozen, which was ultimately a story about sister's love, still had a love interest. Mm -hmm. I did love what they did with that. But so I feel like ever since our childhood, we've been fed this story that we grow up and we find the person that loves us forever and then we stay with them. And like, that is how we are fulfilled. So I don't know. I think I think I was thinking about this issue because I broke up with a long-term partner who I thought I was going to be with my whole life. And so now I'm at this place in my life where I have to figure out what is it that I want mm-hmm. from a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you need to do? Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> um, yeah, I will fully cry to that song. 100%. <laughs> Do you remember Beauty and the Beast? Of course. Where she was like, I just want to learn about the world. Yes. Read books and live my life. Yeah. And not marry anybody. Mm-hmm. And then by right. the end of the movie, she's like, I'm going to marry this guy. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the story. My abuser. I'm, I'm gonna, right. Yeah. The person who kidnapped me and kept, <laughs> kept me <her> captive. <laughs> right. Some definite Stockholm Syndrome happening there. Yeah. And then she was like, you know what? I don't need to travel the world. I'm just going to stay in this castle. Let's also talk about the fact that she broke his spell. And what did he do for her? Didn't murder her? Right. Thank you. I so guess those I'll stay. are expectations. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I think that societally we have just one message which is that you find someone and you settle down with them and that's all there is to it Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure that that is either a path that I want to pursue or one that would leave me satisfied in the end right it's a big question it's a really big question like has that romantic archetype totally us up. Right. So like, can I live a life in which I have no long-term romantic partner mm-hmm. and still be perfectly satisfied with my life and, and feel fulfilled and happy? Right. And like emotionally satisfied because the message I've been fed since I was a young child is that no, my life will be complete when I find a partner. They lived happily ever after. So in middle school with my group of friends and the notes and everything, like Mm -hmm. you're like literally looking for your husband, like your soulmate, your true love when you're like 12 years old, which is ridiculous. Right. And I can't imagine, like I always think about, okay, what's the biological component of this? 
versus like the social component, which is what you're talking about, like the Disney aspect that's been ingrained in us. And we know for basically a fact that all humans need connection. Like you need Mm -hmm. relationships or you will dwindle and and die. Right. No man is an island. But back to your point, like that doesn't necessarily mean a romantic attachment. And And, and certainly with someone of the opposite sex, you know. Yeah. And like a romantic attachment would not even be enough. You cannot sustain yourself on a relationship alone. You mean like you need other things in your life besides... Yeah, and you need other relationships. relationships. Like, even if you're in a monogamous, totally fulfilling relationship, you still need your other friends or your coworkers or, like, you need other social interactions. I mean, I would say that that's obviously true for us, but I don't know that I can make a blanket statement for, like, all humans. Really? I don't know. I feel like that was never played up enough to me in school. Like, sure, you're going to need a dude for stuff but also you're gonna need the mom friend right and the friend with no kids right and also the friend that you can confess horrible things to that won't judge you right Mm -hmm. yes and that will help you bury a body yes Mm -hmm. i don't feel like that message was played up enough to me it was just okay who do you like do they like you back yeah the end well and you come from kind of the same situation as we do which is like parents have been together forever like happy happy long-term marriage so that sends a message too that that's like the ideal okay so this is a thing I like am genuinely struggling with because I am an introvert and I'm very independent and I don't really like people (laughs) and yet I look at my parents who have been married for so long that when dad goes out of town for like three days mom gets kind of pouty and is just like I just miss your daddy you know and it's like I do want that I mean that's kind of incredible to have that sort of uh, connection with somebody I mean that's it's really special and you can't downplay that and when I think about my life in the next 50 years, it would be pretty sweet to have that. And society kind of tells me that I should. So I don't know. I just have been thinking about like, well, what does my life look like if I don't have that? Mm-hmm. Do I actually want that? Right, because right. If that's you strip hard. The pressures. Right. <laughs> Is that really what you want? Right. And, like, my life is already hard. Like, I'm already a single mom, and I work full-time, and my job is intellectually demanding. Like, I for sure at this point in my life do not want to be emotionally responsible for somebody else. Mm -hmm. But that means, like, if I decide that I am comfortable being on my own, because I am, that means that that is a thing that I give up, I guess. I wanna dance under the stars tonight. I wanna love till my heart's delight. I wanna sing until the dawn's first light. Holly mentioned our parents' partnership, so I wanted to ask them about marriage. We're meeting up at a restaurant, and here's how they greeted each other on the patio. You sure look handsome. 
I bought a beer. Here's your beer. My yeah, beer's you, coming. You called me handsome. There must be something that oh. you did. <laughs> I got it figured out. <laughs> Took me 45 years. I love that shirt. I do too. Thank you. Their love story starts in young adult choir at church. My mom was 21. They didn't have enough tenors, so she got moved over to the tenor section, and my parents immediately started making trouble. And uh, I have been eyeing her before. <laughs> you have? Nice looking gal, effervescent. <laughs> I always loved that. She just looked like a happy camper, and I liked that. So we sat by each other, and it was like, boom. <laughs> From the get-go, neither one of us was shy about talking to each other. No, we talked and laughed the whole rehearsal, and didn't we have to go up and apologize afterwards? We did apologize. Yeah. Was that the very first time and we had to go apologize? Yeah, yeah, we had to go apologize because we just, like, giggled the whole time. What do you think you were talking about? Oh, I don't even remember that. I have that. no clue. No, I think it was just like the chemistry. It was mm -hmm. like lightning struck, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And then I followed right up, and she played it kind of cool. And, no, I didn't. And, but then <laughs> it was in the spring, and then she showed up with a plant for my birthday. Yeah, that was May and 2nd. And I thought, oh yeah, she is interested. Yeah, I didn't know if I should get you a birthday present or not. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'll just get him something little. And uh, so that was basically like the start of us dating May 2nd and then married August 16th, which is crazy. <laughs> oh, do you remember your first date? Mm -mm. We were just always together after yeah. that. I don't know if we had really dates. It's like we were just kind of glued together. Yeah, I just remember like being at work and thinking about him and thinking, oh, I get to see him in two more hours. I get to see him in one more hour. And then the butterflies would just be, you know, like so hard. I, I do remember that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I remember just thinking, nobody makes me laugh like this guy makes me laugh. And I just, I loved that. Yeah. And then we got engaged. How did you propose? <laughs> oh, it was on one knee with, but I didn't have a ring. And uh, I think you said, let me think about it. I think I did. Cause yeah. Because I just wasn't. Yeah, because we'd only done. known each other for six weeks. <laughs> How yeah. long did you think about it? Next day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think she woke me up in the morning. Yeah. So you really only had like eight weeks yeah. actually together yeah. before. Yeah. Pretty Wait, cool. before you got engaged or before you got married? Married. Before we got married. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> insane. It was right? insane. And here's the crazy thing is, I remember we did like a drive in the mountains and we were like, we can't wait till August 16th. Let's just elope. <laughs> Do you remember oh that? See, he remembers yeah, it. <laughs> but, but we realized we didn't have a marriage license. So we were going up to Creed, Colorado, and we thought, this would be a beautiful place to get married. And we got all excited, and then we thought, no, we don't have a marriage license. <laughs> this isn't going to work. <laughs> 
we yeah. were way ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so were you already talking about like the future? Like this is what our lives are going to be like when we're married or it was just, you just wanted to be together. Just want, yeah. And that yeah. was like the, all, all the thoughts. That was it. We had, that was yeah, it. We had, we had nothing past. We got to be together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He always goes, we were in lust. <laughs> no. We were in love. The night before being married, I went and stayed at the Alamosa Inn with my family, you know, and got dressed and everything. And I do remember freaking out, like, yeah. before the wedding, like, all of a sudden thinking, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> and being pretty terrified. Because we were still in the, in the end of the era where marriage was forever and if mm -hmm. you thought if you got a divorce it was a big mm -hmm. negative it was like a badge of dishonor on mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. so we took it pretty seriously mm -hmm. when like well i'll try this and then yeah. six months if she isn't up to my standards i'll dump her yeah, yeah. but not seriously enough to like wait for a year or two and get to know each other right. <laughs> well we were you know we were assured. Yeah. Yeah, There's no doubt about it. There's really not much more to say because oh, so it was such a short time. Right, right. I can tell you what our song was. It, it was yes, it was by Captain and Tennille, and it was "Love Will Keep Us Together." And I still love that song. It was a good song. That is a good song. So what were your expectations for a marriage relationship? Either that you were told straight out from your family or your church or were implied. I mean, you already said, like, be together forever. Mm. but You know, for me, I didn't have, I think, a strong, macho image of me big, tough guy going to go out and earn a living and little ladies going to be at home. Because my mom always, always worked. And everything was kind of a joint decision. It could be that it was more like, well, it was kind of her decision. And he generally, I don't know, it, it was 50-50 or so. So uh, that was kind of my expectation. That was how I saw it work. And, and when we started out, it was pretty much just... I think a 50-50. The first thing we did was set up a joint checking account, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and money just went in there, and mm -hmm. it wasn't like, well, I made it. I'm going to spend it. No. And it was never, this is my money, yeah. and this is your money. Or a budget for the house. Mm -mm, or, mm -mm. It was like, oh, we're poor as church mice. There's no money. We have no worries. <laughs> <laughs> we have each other. That's right. Ed love. His nickname for me was Pistol, because he, he liked, I think, that I was a little Pistol. And that I liked that I really saw him as, you know, I really saw him as kind of an alpha male type, you know? I know he doesn't come off as like real macho, but he felt real solid to me. But of course, if you have a woman who's a Pistol and an alpha male, you get married and that's when the, you know, you start butting heads, so. It was a little bit of adjusting, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it was a huge adjustment. 
my gosh. It's, we're really lucky By the we, grace didn't, of God, we didn't we're still kill together. each other. <laughs> So it hasn't always been rainbows and butterflies. In between the tenor section and today, there have been highs and lows. When they got stuck over the years, they got counseling, which helped them end up where they are now, happy, after 45 years. So the hope of a relationship like that keeps a lot of people striving to find it. And if you're not striving for it, society seems to whisper or yell that something is wrong with you. So let's get back to the ladies and... Holly's question. Yeah, I kind of feel like any relationship that I've had that doesn't meet that ideal, like I failed somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, you should have figured this out sooner. Mm-hmm. Let's try again. Yeah, like society is kind of like, oh, like, because I'm single and I have been for a long right. time. Oh, honey. Yeah. Like, have you tried the online? <laughs> you know, have you tried the apps? Yeah. <laughs> People are uncomfortable mm-hmm, if right. I'm comfortable being single. Totally. Yeah. And so it's like legitimately this question of like, is it okay to not be partnered up with someone long term? Pretty sure we can all say yes, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, we can say yes in terms of like, obviously, we're all fine with our lives and we live fulfilling lives and we do things that we care about and are important to us. But also, like, are you fine? being 70 and we move it together because we're old ladies yes with no partners like yes i mean with that yeah when Yeah. I, when i accidentally murder my husband right okay so let's talk about pros and cons then the benefits of a long-term i mean there's healthy relationship plenty okay. of practical applications correct like and that's where you have going. someone to take you to the hospital yeah, or the take airport. your kid to the, to the airport no somebody yeah. call to change the light bulb yeah right yep yes uh-huh. we can buy a step stool it's fine that is also accurate. Oh, I like I like it's a wee for you too. Uh-huh. It's already just all happening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, old age, as far as I can tell, sucks. So having someone right. to help you exactly. and take care of you and all that. Right. So our parents are in their mid sixties, and everything apparently breaks at that point. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like definitely having someone that can be like, yeah, I'm gonna go to Costco and buy you a scooter because your ankle's broken. Right. Helpful. Yeah, mm-hmm. super helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, financial help, too? Oh, like absolutely. Okay, so here's the thing about that, though. I would love to be splitting rent with another adult that makes as much money as I do. Mm-hmm. I do not want to split my closet or my bedroom. No. <laughs> or your bathroom. Yeah, mm-hmm. those three places are really magical so in my single life. Mm-hmm. I've thought about, like, if I do meet somebody and like it gets serious like yeah. i really like living alone it's great so this is another problem with our generation settling down later in life mm-hmm. is that we have had time to get set in our ways mm-hmm. so it's like yeah we do the dishes you know you clean your stuff up like i remember being married and being like you take your socks off under the covers every night. <gasps> and now I have dirty socks to extract from your- under oh. the bed covers. No. Oh right. God, you like, know what's these funny? are things I do not put up with in my single life. No, and in one mm-hmm. of my long-term relationships, socks were another thing that drove me crazy, but it was yeah. because 
He could not put them in the hamper. They never can. <laughs> they would be on the floor right next to the hamper, but they could not be in the hamper. Never. Not once. I don't understand why people And it literally hampers. made me want to smother him with a pillow in his sleep. It's really hard to keep focused on the pros of a partnership when annoying cons like sock management keep creeping in. But we've missed a big one. So we're clear on maybe the pros of having a long-term partner. Are we? No. Okay, practical, they'll help you with medical stuff. And change lights. Yeah, is there anything else we want to add to that list? I mean, for the hetero, like I like it, I like the P and the V. Right, sex is good. Right, but I mean, you can have that even if you're not in a long-term. True. Yeah, but I'd like to not have it be such a production like sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad i'd rather just like know that it's gonna be good yes yes i'd like at least you know know what you're getting regular good sex it's nice to not have to wonder where it's been that's true yes Yes. so safe pain yes safe pain yes Mm -hmm. also like i don't need to put a mascara before it comes over that that's exactly what i mean like no production no production I, I mean, yeah, and also, like, the companionship. Can you expand on that, please? Sure. Like, sometimes I'm lonely. Yeah. But, like, is not being lonely worth having to put up with someone else? I Well, and then that, I think that it de- really depends on the person. Yeah, right. So, like, that's the thing. Like, if we can get a dad, if we're mom. Right. Then, like, it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, regardless, living with someone, like, it doesn't have to be, like, you know, a husband or a wife, whatever, but, like, living with someone increases your, like, longevity or whatever. exactly, right. You live longer, your life is happier. But, like, also social relationships do, too. So Right, but I think, like, what you're talking about, so if we play it out, right? Yeah. You're 50, you live alone, like... God, that sounds great. You, If you're lonely, like, you would have to reach out for a friend, and they right. may or may not be available, versus, like, right. having a built-in person. And if they're not available, that's, like, double down totally. on the lonely. Right, right, right. 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 Especially because they're probably not available because they're out with their partner. Right. <laughs> that they've been they're, with for 20 yeah, years. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. And... Ew, I feel like this conversation is ending up with we should be with We haven't We haven't gotten to the pros of being single yet. We're working okay. through the okay. pros of being okay. in a relationship. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. You are. And, and then, yeah, like having like a built-in bed warmer. Like, it's nice to come home to somebody. Yes. Yeah. Like I would probably not cook dinner the way I cook. If it yeah. were just me, I would just, I would eat all the components of a sandwich yeah. during the day and figure <laughs> that they add up to a sandwich. <laughs> But if I am cooking for me and also someone else, it's like, okay, I'll make an actual sandwich for us and we can enjoy it together. Mm -hmm. And it's fun to have somebody to, like, have experiences with. Like, to go do things with. You have a built-in person to do things with. And, like, a built-in date. Like, to take to work functions. But, like, all of this is assuming that you have a person that wants to have a healthy dinner or wants to go do things. Right, right, Like, right. my last partner did not want to do Wants and is capable of having sex, like... Yeah, no, and, and, that's, what, that's, that's, what, and that's what I was right. saying. It depends on the partner. Like, I love to travel, and I right. love, like... But, let's put it in perspective. You traveled with my ex-partner. Yeah, he was a... 
It was a nightmare. It was also a nightmare when I traveled with him and we supposedly loved each other. So what happened? I went to Scotland with her ex-partner. Yeah. And it was just... Okay, they're getting into a story about travel and narcissism and friendship. It's an interesting story, but it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Back to Holly. So basically the moral of tonight is that I pick awful men and then they traumatize Annie. He tricked us. <laughs> okay, but I, feel like, trick us. I feel like that, I feel like the way you say that, like, accepts responsibility. And yeah. Like, yes. It's not your fault he's an awful person. But it's my fault for picking him. The best you could with the information that you had on hand. I Honestly, the problem with him was that I was so gaga about the positives that I overlooked the red flags. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is Which a lesson learned. literally everyone does. Yeah. That's love. That's like the definition. Right. Or at least yeah. the falling of yeah. it. Do you remember when you were... Okay, so if she decided she did want a long-term relationship, what kind of partner would she even be looking for? One who has gone to therapy and has no baggage. I feel like Full that... stop. I do not give a f- about any of their other characteristics. That's not true. I know, but I'm, you know, being like... Dramatic? Dramatic for the point of making a point, which is like deal with your shit. I mean, I don't think we can ask anybody to not have any baggage. I would just like somebody that's well adjusted and doesn't take their baggage out on me or any of my loved ones. Yeah, I mean, so how would that not having any baggage, having your shit worked out, like what does that look like in a relationship? What does that feel like to you? What are, they, what, what are your interactions look like? Okay, so things like you can have healthy relationships with other people in your life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not just me. Yeah. You don't hate you, your mother. Yeah, you don't hate my mother or their mother mm-hmm. or my sisters. Like, you have friendships with other people that you're not in a romantic relationship with or familial related. Mm-hmm. And you have hobbies and interests and you're interested in bettering yourself. Mm -hmm. So you want Um, somebody with ambition. Yeah, ambition is definitely a part of it. Um, And actually, so I went to couples counseling with my ex who was such a monster. And then we broke up in front of her, which was fabulous. Anyway... My therapist was great, and I kept going to her after we split up because she knew the whole history. She knew what my partner was. She knew him. She literally knew him and understood how he was charming and how I could have been duped. So I didn't have to explain any of that. She could just help me work through the shit that happened with him. Are you still seeing her? Yes, but she's, like, out of town for, like, four weeks. Oh, my God. So, LaVon, please come back. Meet you. <laughs> Shout out to LaVon. Hey, girl. <laughs> come on the podcast. Yeah, okay. So, right. So, this is the thing that was really great that came out of therapy. She asked me to specifically identify to myself what needs that ex-partner met for me. Right. And what needs or wants or whatever my current, like, very casual partners met for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And going through that process was very valuable. Okay, so I found that I like a challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, There are definitely guys that are just, like, 
oh my god you're amazing and I love you and I think that that's boring and not interesting and so I like somebody who I have to kind of chase um and I like somebody who is well respected in their field they have some prestige in some way or another and I think that that relates to a certain amount of respect that I feel I garner by having a partner who is a well-respected person, but then also being respected mm-hmm. was a thing, and that I did not get from my ex. Right, right, right. There was two particular traits that my ex did not have that are important to me and one was just like kindness which encompasses like a whole lot of characteristics Mm -hmm. like you build people up that are around you and it could be as simple as you're nice to your waitress or as complex as you help other people work through where they're at and get to where they want to be Um, And then the second was that you have an ideal self that you strive for. Right. And so there was one time where my ex and I were talking and he revealed to me that he did not have an ideal self. And that was such a foreign concept to me. I did not even understand that you could exist without having a person in your head that is you that you want to be. I think... Like, you, you've tailored in some specific characteristics that you're interested in. But I think, like, overall, people want someone that is well-adjusted. Right. And kind. I mean, I, I feel like the bar is not that high. Like, <laughs> yeah. Can we all just be, like, decent? Right. And I mean, yeah, because if you asked me, like, yeah, I have some specific things, too. But, ki- like, kindness, well-adjusted, that's, right. like, pre- pretty far up there on my list. Right. I would like them to not be homeless. Uh-huh. Like, working would be great. I don't know. Physical characteristics-wise, I like a dude that's taller than me. Yeah, I like a dude that, like, makes me feel small. Yeah, because I, like, for a lady, I'm kind of tall. I'm 5'8". Like, yeah, so I like to feel, like, I like to feel small. Yeah. I like a man-sized man. But, like, petite guys are fine. They are. Be You're beautiful, too. And then, like, I want a dude that, like, could chop down trees to build us a shelter to keep us... Warm in the long, cold winter, if need be. Yeah, but, like, also, I'll chop the shit out of that tree for you, Bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, is super happy to do it. Short guys can chop down trees, too, though. Yeah. Totally. Like, yeah. Taller, on the taller side of Lumberjack, that can on chop down the thing. side of Lumberjack. Yeah. I'm going to chop put down that the in my Tinder profile. You may. <laughs> TM. And then, likes to travel, like, wants to go and, like, see the world, because that's important, and that's how you, like, keep your heart and your mind open to the world around you. totally. And that's super important. Yeah. And that, like, likes to read, likes to listen to music, doesn't have shit taste in music. That's another episode, though, getting into the music taste thing. And then kindness, that's, like, that's, like, a big thing. Like, literally just go to therapy and work your shit out, and then we'll date you, that's all. Oh, I thought you meant me. I was like, I, I, I do. No, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, like, after a hard day of lumberjacking, you yes! see your yes. therapist, and then check in for your flight, and then crack a book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah How yeah. hard is that? It's right. I mean, hard. do you know that person? <laughs> <laughs> When I asked about the pros of staying single, 
it really came down to doing whatever you want whenever you want not having to deal with another person's annoying habits, nor, as we've already discussed, carry the weight of their emotional baggage. What is enticing about staying single long-term? I like myself. Do you? I'm not, I'm, I'm genuinely asking that, because like, yeah. that's something I would like to say about myself, but there are a lot of things about myself that I don't like. I mean, for sure, I also hate myself, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure, like. Yeah, but other people are way more annoying than I am to me. Yes, I annoy myself a lot less <laughs> than other people annoy me. Sometimes, yeah. though, sometimes I annoy the shit out of myself. For sure. So before we go, I asked my parents if they had any marriage advice for my kid, currently in middle school. Here's what they said. Find a friend. Find a friend. Find a a friend. Because if you're friends and you love each other, Mm -hmm. you know, it makes it so much easier Mm -hmm. than if you just love each other. Mm -hmm. And ride out the rough spots because... No matter how much you love somebody, there's going to be days they drive you crazy. And there might even be days you don't like them. But love gets you through it. And what's that saying about love is a verb, right? Mm-hmm. Loving somebody loving somebody isn't a feeling. Loving somebody is an action. So that means even when you don't feel it, you're still loving to them. You still brew them coffee in the morning <laughs> or, you know ask them how their day was. So that's my advice. So if you choose to have a romantic partner, I guess it just comes down to meeting the person, the friend, who even when their sock habits drive you mad, you still choose to brew them that morning cup of joe. Our list of pros and cons felt pretty balanced to me. So you could absolutely stay single and be fulfilled and maybe move in with a friend or two to help carry the load. And this choice for women is relatively new. We can work, support ourselves, have credit, buy a house, be in the world, which in past we had to rely on a husband for. I'm also glad that things have changed since my parents got married. I don't think that people take marriage any less seriously, but I'm glad that there's less shame associated with getting a divorce, because sometimes a partner turns out not to be a good partner, and thank God you don't have to be stuck in that forever. So now, in 2021, with so many life options on the table, we have the power to ask what we really want. And this generation coming up are pushing back against all our assumptions and pressures and archetypes. They're going to be who they want to be, date who they want to date, or not date at all. Disney be damned. Megan's going to wrap it up with their ultimate fantasy. What's your fantasy, baby? Oh, my fantasy is that you go to a therapist and work out all your shit. And then we have yeah. a normal, wonderful life together. Yeah. And then <laughs> I have, when you die, right. we all move in a house together. Yes. Right. And we drink wine and brush each other's hair. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. we can uh-huh. we have like a hot butler also 
in the widow slash hat. sex. Well, obviously, obviously, I mean, I yeah. Gigolo, <laughs> just a tasty treat to an enjoy. An escort service on speed dial. I don't want an escort service. I would absolutely bang an escort. <laughs> like, why would you not? <laughs> That's like their job is to not like bring they their emotional shit feeling. to you. Oh exactly. my god. <laughs> We've been doing it wrong. I need a phone book stat. <laughs>